subject on tonight. I guess we you ready? We can label it the subject. Uh, the four horsemen of Revelation. The four horsemen of Revelation. In Revelation chapter 6, talks about the world as we know it shifts into a time of great depression, great distress, uh, great deception, and as well as disaster. When one event ends, Uh, overflows another event begins at this point in life there is no better days in sight of for this world you know we keep looking for a better day but right now you can't see it it's not in sight amen as we, it's evidence that the judgment of God is beginning to pour out in this chapter. And the revelation of the events are being described through the eyes of Apostle John, who was exiled for the word of God. Revelation in simplicity is a surprising and previously unknown fact. It especially one that is made known in a dramatic way. Why do you say dramatic way? Because even when Daniel was being exposed to uh, an insight, a vision of God, that it just had him all out of sort to the point that he just got totally weak. Revelation is the divine or supernatural disclosure of humans uh, to humans to something relating to human existence or to the world. It is the last book of the New Testament. Recounting a divine revelation of the future uh, to his servant, St. John. Revelation was a divine truth communicated to the man of God in his time of isolation or his, his banishment on the island of Patmos. He used his mind to take us with him on his journey through the outreach of the universe. The revelation from Jesus Christ, which God gave him to show his servant what must soon take place. What he received was an enlightening and astonishing much soon to take place. Amen. It was enlightening and astonishing disclosure, shocking revelation. John was to write to the people about events that would happen while some will still be living. This first and foremost, he stated that Christ will return 
while those talking about the system of religion who put him to death on the cross are still living, still in operation. Know the wisdom of God that whatever he say shall come to pass without any delay. That's why a saint of God has no time to play around and lose track of time. You know, we are bad about losing track of time. We lose track of time because that's why a lot of times we are late getting where we need to go. Am I right about that? So, that's why a saint of God have no time to play around. We must be ready at a moment notice, at the twinkling of an eye. Guess what? Because that's all you're going to get. Amen? You ain't going to get no wake-up call that is coming. It's going to show up all of a sudden. And you know what? Everything is going to be going smooth. And all of a sudden, like the old folk used to say, all of a sudden, all hell is going to break loose. Amen. In Revelation 6, you look for a day to get back normal, which is far from us today. Keep your eyes and your mind looking to heaven. Because one day, the four horsemen is going to ride into town. What are you saying? I understand they are symbolic, but their actions are real. <laughs> they come fully loaded. And armed and dangerous. Come on somebody. And they ain't going to spare nobody. Wow. Now you see. Why. This is a preparation time. For the saints to get as close to God. As they possibly can. When a time like this appears. Whether we going to be here or not be here. It won't be a time to put on strength. You're going to have to bend and put on strength before this time get there. Amen. There will be a chain of events to take place in the present world we live in. John saw the revelation of the opening of the seals by the Lamb of God, Jesus Christ. Oh, so you ain't going to be able, the world ain't going to be able to look at him as Mary's little baby no more. Huh? You ain't going to be able to look at him. Oh, he's so merciful and kind no more. Sound like he finna turn some stuff loose because guess what? The wrath of God is coming. Every broken seal brought chaos upon the earth. 
one event after another. When the Lord break the first seal of events, there is no knowledge of them stopping until it is finished. You know, we have a tendency of saying, when would it end? It ain't going to end until it ends. Amen. So guess what? When it starts, it ain't going to get no better. It's going to wax worse and worse. Now, when when we look at the four horsemen coming to town, so to speak, you know, it's just like looking for the bad men to ride in. Huh? And the whole town is shaken up and scared. He even got the sheriff scared. He go hide in his office when they heard that the horseman is coming. Amen. Folks in the past has played with this even down in TV performance or TV shows. You know, the wrestling used to have the four horsemen. But they don't really know what the four horsemen is. Come on, somebody. So we're going to go to Revelation chapter 6, if you will. And what we're going to do is start out with the first seal. Amen? So let's read verses 1 and 2. Are you there? Okay. And I saw when the Lamb opened one of the seals, and I heard as it was a noise of thunder, one of the four beasts saying, Come and see. And I saw and behold a white horse, and he that set it on him had a bow, and a crown was given unto him, and he went forth conquering and to conquer. Amen. So now, we need to understand that this rider on the white horse was not Jesus Christ. Uh-huh. Because here you know that Jesus Christ is the one that is there opening the seals. So now you understand that he is the one that releasing what is behind seal number one. Am I right about that? For he is opening the seal, so this must be another rider. All indication of this rider could be the Antichrist, who goes out with his evil design to conquer the Gentile world to gain victory in his conquest. Oh, Lord have mercy. When you look at the Gentile nation, Look at all the different religions that is stuck up in the Gentile nation. The Gentile nation all around the world has got somebody other to worship than God. They got some other savior outside of Jesus Christ. This will begin a series of terrible events that's going to come up on the earth. 
at this particular time spoken of by Daniel, uh, that in, in chapter 7, verses 7 through 8 and verses 23 through 25, we'll go back there. But right now, let's, I, I need you to notice that this rider had a weapon. And his weapon that he had was known as a bow. But if you look at the scripture, but he didn't have no arrows. A bow with no arrows. So this rider weapon could be his mouth speaking great swelling words. He may conquer by diplomacy. He may make his conquer by making treaties with governments, making false promises that he will break, yet setting the stage for world conflict. Oh, my God. He going to be the one that's going to orchestrate and cause divisions between nations and, and cities and kingdoms and governments. Hmm. Right quick, let's run to Daniel chapter 7. I'm not going to try to rush through this, but because who knows what God going to reveal. Daniel was given this vision about a particular time. Daniel 7 verses 7 through 8 says, Nations. 
the Roman Empire is the is probably going to be the center of uh, of all of this uh, uh, tribulation that's going to come down on the world because of its rule. And this is going to be a religious war. This going to be a holy war. Come on, somebody. This going to be something that is way over your head. You think it's about us, but guess what? It starts and it's going to end in the Middle East. And it's going to draw the whole world in to be involved. Wow. What you said. So, now, we have to understand that uh, this fourth beast is not given a name. And therefore, must be characterized or uh, character of an unknown hidden monster. Its first shadow is the Roman Empire. Ten horns. Are kings and, and the little horn among the kings. We're gonna, we, we, we'll get to that before I get too far. The, the little horn that's among the king who rise after the ten and be so coexistent with them, the little horn will subdue three other kings and will persecute the saints. Oh. And y'all think that we're gonna get out of here, escape, and not be persecuted. <laughs> Now you see why you need to get as close to God as you possibly can because we don't know what we're going to have to go through. And long as we be hitting and missing, come on somebody, I don't know where you think you're going to get your strength from while you are busy Hitting and missing. I don't know where you're going to get your strength from if you don't start laying before God and trying to get on some strength because one day you're going to need it down the road. <coughs> COVID could be just a tip of the iceberg to what you may have to go through. Come on, somebody. <clears throat> the ten kingdom represented by the ten horns may be the nations that will grow out of the Roman Empire. The little horn represents the Antichrist in the tribulation period. He will emerge from the Roman Empire. See, it ain't based on America. Come on, somebody. America is just a little small part of what's going to go down. Amen. America is not as strong as it think it is. Amen. According to the Roman Empire, the, the America is going to be part of that that is subdued under their feet. Wow. We think we so powerful. We ain't seen power yet. Amen. Wait till God get the moving. Go to, if you would, <clears throat> go on down to 23rd and 25th verse of uh, Daniel 7. 
Like I said, this is for FYI. <laughs> for your information, whether or not, I, I, I ain't got it all together, but just a little bit that I was getting, amen, trying to keep my thoughts in perspective about what's going on. Amen. The 23rd verse says, whole earth and shall tread it down. Did, wait, wait a minute. Did y'all hear that one? He said the fourth beast shall be the fourth kingdom upon the earth which shall be, di be diverse from all kingdoms and shall devour, not part of it, but he going to devour the whole earth and shall tread it down and break it to pieces. Come on, somebody. I want you to know it ain't talking about the United States. This fourth kingdom is not over here. Amen. So that means that he going to even devour the United States as well. He going to tread it down and break it into pieces. 24 verse says, and the ten horns out of this kingdom are the ten kings that shall arise and another shall rise after them. And it shall be diverse from the first, and he shall subdue three kings, and he shall speak great words against who? He gonna speak against God. And you think it's about you. He coming after the big boy. <laughs> Come on now. He coming about, he coming after the God of creation. Wow. I finished that. And shall wear, and, and this is what, look what he going to do trying to get to God. And shall wear out the saints of the most high and think to change times and laws and they shall be given unto his hand until a time and time and divided of time. Three and a half years of tribulation. Oh. Hmm. Where are we? You know, you got you got so many different opinions and so many ideals as where the church is during this period. But I do know one thing. You better be ready. Come on, somebody. Don't you base your flight on, oh, I'll be gone. Oh, who's to say you're going to be gone? Amen. He's going to wear out the saints of the Most High. So it sounds like all the saints of God won't be gone. Oh. Uh. Oh, oh, that sounds like, Sister T, we might be still around. That sounds like those that call it on the name of the Lord could possibly still be here. 
and they shall be given into his hands until a time and time and divided of time. Hmm. Don't sound like nothing that we think that is a sure thing. Am I right? And when we go back to where we was in Revelation 1 and 2, and we came up with the fact about since he had a bow and did not have any arrows, he must was going to do it by diplomacy. He must going to do it by treaties. Come on, somebody. Remember the book of James in 3 verses 6 through 9 speaks of the tongue being the power of the tongue that it is full of deadly poison. So therefore, it's going to cause some things to happen. He's going to have the authority to speak things to the world that the world will listen. The question is, where is the church at that time? There are different opinions about the church being raptured up at that time. Different opinions. There's some that said that the church would be there in the midst of the tribulation of the first three and a half years. Amen. And then the church be taken away. Opinions. Only God knows when the church going to leave here. Amen. One thing is clear though. That a terrible world dictator will come who will be Satan's incarnation or incarnated in human form to be a Jesus imitator. A false messiah. And plenty of people is going to follow him. Uh, go to Matthew chapter 24 verses 4 through 5. It is a good reason why we don't need to play church, but we need to be the church. And we need to be at God's every beck and call. Because if you're going to escape, you're going to have to escape through the hands of God. There is no other escape route for you. Come on, somebody. You going to escape or you going to be a participate? Did y'all get it? You going to either be able to escape or you going to participate with the program? Hmm. You ain't got no strength of your own. You ain't got no power to box with the devil. Hey Amen. The only reason that you haven't seen his manifestation in full is because God got a chokehold on him. And he can't move until God let him move. And you and I think you done put on so much strength that you can resist. Get left here and see how much resistance you got. 
Don't get close enough to God and find out what kind of resistance that you really have. Because I'm here to tell you, if the Holy Ghost don't keep you, you can't be kept. Even in the very time that you are in right at this present moment, any and each and every one of us can go back where we came from. Come on now. 24, Matthew 24, verses 4 and 5 says, And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man, what he said, no man deceive you. Guess what? Only way that man don't deceive you is you pay attention to the Holy Ghost. If you follow the lead of man and not the lead of the Holy Ghost, guess what? Deception is coming to your house. Come on now. You can go ahead on and keep listening to all these smooth messages that you be hearing, TV, radio, or otherwise. Come on, somebody. And trying to keep you from thinking that you ain't in the end time. You in the end time. Amen. For many shall come in my name saying I am Christ. And shall deceive many. Ain't that what he said? A whole lot of folks finna get food. A whole lot is already being food. Come on, somebody. And he, I, 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 he said, in, 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 he said. So be careful that no one misleads you, deceiving you and leading you into error. For many will come in my name misusing it and appropriating the strength of my name which belongs only to me. Wow. Saying I am the Christ, the Messiah, the anointed one, and they will mislead many. You got to be careful in this day what you let get in your ear. You got to be careful what you allow your psyche and your spirit to receive in this day and hour. Everybody is doctoring up the butt naked truth and putting clothes on it. Huh? The butt naked truth don't need to be clothed. Come on now. We're going to put a few clothes on it to make it sound smooth so it's easy to receive. If you can't receive the butt naked truth like God sent it, guess what? You're going to walk in deception and you're going to walk by error. Amen. God's word comes to slice and dice us, trim us up, make us the fit for the kingdom. If it don't cut you, you ain't going. Come on, somebody. If the word of God don't cause you to holler ouch by where you sit, you ain't going. Come on now. You know why? Because you already think that you all right. And ain't nobody in here all right. 
got work to do. We need work on us. We need work in us. Come on, somebody. We need Holy Ghost ears to hear what God has to say to the church. We ain't got it made. Come on now. He that endures to the end is the same that shall be saved. We ain't got there yet. So don't get lax in your walk with God. It's time for us to strive to get more. Because we're going to need more down the road. You know what? A camel don't drink water because he's thirsty. What do you mean? A camel drank water to store it up because he's a desert animal. So when he get out on the desert and there is no water, he calls his water up from his humps. And he keep on trucking. You better get you some camel sense. Come on, somebody. He that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. You better be able to call you some water back up. In the times that we're living in now, the world going to be thirsty because it's going to be a famine and it's going to be a famine for the word of God. And you're going to be able to call it back up in your spirit and cause you to live and walk upright. Or we can walk crooked at any minute. Come on now. So don't think you're so spiritually saved. Huh? Keep me, Lord, close to the cross. Come on, somebody. Well, that would be a parade of false messiahs. Can't you see them in this day? Who have now spanned the centuries of the church history and have led many astray in false religions and cults. And they are continually to be on the rise. Everybody is getting a word from God. Come on now. God ain't passing his word out like lollipops. Because he don't, he, he don't serve candy. Amen. Because the word of God is supposed to be bitter in your mouth. Huh? And then sweet in your belly. Come on, somebody. So guess what? It don't supposed to taste right every time you get hold to it. It ain't supposed to taste right every time you have to eat it. But it's supposed to do you good as a medicine. Ah, let's go to 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. Oh, me, oh, man. We still talking about the white rider. Amen. We still on the 
that white horse. Talking about the four horsemen that riding in the town. Second Thessalonians chapter 2, beginning at verse 1, says, By the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, and by our gathering together unto him, that you be not soon shaken in mind, or be troubled, neither by spirit, nor by word, nor by letter as from us, as that day of Christ is at hand. But wait a minute. I have something to add to that. If you ain't holding on to God, you is going to be shaken. Huh? If you're not holding on to God, and if you're not growing in Christ, you're going to be shaken in your mind, turned upside down, darn near lose your mind for the thing that's coming up on the face of the earth. Come on, somebody. Folks allowed to have aneurysms coming from what's coming up on the earth. This, this word ain't playing. God don't say nothing to scare nobody. But God sent his word for FYI. He sent his word for your information. Come on, somebody. Because the information supposed to prepare you for his coming. Did y'all hear me? Third verse says, Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come except there come a falling away first, and that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition, holy, 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 are falling away. Folks don't believe like they used to believe. Folks don't go to church like they used to go to church. Folks don't rejoice in God like they used to. Some folks don't go on a search for God like they used to. To the point that they stop being saints and go back to being ain'ts. Hmm. Folks that once walked with God, now they're back walking the street. What happened? And they're trying to convince you that you go to church too much. And they don't go at all. What kind of fool are you going to be to follow their advice? Huh? Come on now. Examine them. Now, they want your money. They want to borrow money from you. Come on, somebody. Because God can bless you to make it. Come on now. And they was in the same place with you. And now they sitting out there on need more boulevard. Want you to loan them a dollar and a dime. Yeah. Hmm. I heard something. Somebody said 
that I was talking to said, one of their friends got a blessing from the Lord. And they turned around and they went and blessed some other folks with what God had blessed them with. First said, what kind of fool is you? Say, what did you mean? Did God bless you with it? Did he tell you to go and give your blessing away? Did he bless you with it? The same God that blessed you could have blessed them. And now here you is back to needing somebody to loan you some money. You're the fool. Better use some Holy Ghost sense. Come on now. So people is going to try to act or pull on you of your kindness. So you got to watch it. You got to watch it. You got to watch it. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. But ask my wife, I'll leave you high and dry. Come on now. Holy Ghost gonna have to be working. <laughs> Amen. Amen. I tell you the truth in line nine. Holy Ghost got to be working. Cause the same spirit that work in me ought to be the same spirit that's working in you. Am I right about that? And if I do what I supposed to do, you ought to do what you supposed to do. Amen. My poor wife get on me, but she just don't understand. Amen. I have to go back to my sister-in-law. Ain't gonna be no fool all day. Then he said in verse 4, Who opposes and exalt himself above all that is called God or that is worshipped so that he that showed himself that he is God. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You think it's about your little building over here. He going back to Jerusalem. Ah. Uh. He going back to where it all started from. And guess what? It's going to overflow into your little building. Uh, it's going to overflow and you hiding your book because you can't read it in public no more. Now you got an opportunity to read it and you won't read it. There ain't come a time that you can't read it and then you're going to want to read it. Because now you're going to want to fumble through that. You're going to get your little matches or your flashlight and you're going to be trying to fumble through it to find you some help. Ooh, I need to find where I can get some help at. Come on. When you got the opportunity to read it, you won't. 
get your very present help. God said, I'm a very present help in the time of trouble. Come on, somebody. You and I got to watch how we look for an excuse to miss service. Every day of your life has an accountability to it. And you think nothing of it. But that's okay. God going to make us give an account of every day we live. Especially on this side of salvation. That includes lazy days. Days that you were feeling it and days that you wasn't feeling it. Come on, somebody. Days that you didn't have an excuse and also the days that you did have an excuse. He going to view them all. Amen. This thing is tight. This thing is so tight it's getting down to the place to where that your excuses has got to get out of the way in order for you to put on strength. Did y'all hear me? Look what verse 5 said. He said, Remember you not that when I was yet with you, I told you the Paul said, I rehearsed and I rehearsed and I told you what's going to go down. I'm not telling you by what I say. I'm telling you by what the Holy Ghost said. That's what Paul was telling them. And God has inspired me to write for your FYI. Hmm. Oh, but you know what we do? Oh, I don't understand, Reverend. They need some angle. Angle we can go into it, pal. It ain't gonna stop it from coming. Cause you don't understand it. It's still coming. The four horsemen is still gonna ride. Whether you ready or not. Come on now. So you better get an understanding. You need to find out where your place is in God. Oh, come on, somebody. Eight verse said, and now you know what will hold that he might be revealed and he got a set time and he's coming at the set time. Come on now. Ready or not, he going to show up. One thing about the Antichrist, he ain't going to be late. He's jumping at the bitch right now to get to you. But like I told you, God got a headlock on him. And he can't get loose until God turn him loose. He can wrestle and tussle all he wants, but he's in the mighty arm of God. And he can't get out. And you better be glad he can't get out. Come on, somebody. But he going to get loose when God turn him loose. 
at it. Rush is sticking up his head now. Come on, somebody. Amen. We don't know when an outbreak going to come. Amen. We don't know what the next phase of the world is going to go through. We don't know what the next ship is going to be. But you can also see that it is a ship coming. Amen. We've been so focused, and, 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 and I understand because it's, it's killing folks left and right. We're so focused on COVID, but guess what? There is another ship coming outside of COVID. Like I told you, now when God starts opening these seals, he don't stop till they're all open. Now you see why we ain't got no time to play around. Now you see why we need to be stay at the, at the feet of God. Hallelujah. Lord, have mercy on me. Save me. Save me from me. church or get out the church come on now well what was I at uh, verse 8 we're going to go back to 7 let's read, finish reading 7 we must not get it all for the mystery of iniquity do already work only he who now let will let until he is taken out of the way. And then shall the wicked be revealed whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Even him who's coming after the working of Satan with power, signs, and lying wonders. Guess what? And guess what? If you get deceived, you're going to believe the signs and the line. You're going to believe the line wonders that come your way. He's going to come so close to looking good. He's going to come so close to looking like God. Guess what? And because if you don't know God, you're going to be deceived. You know what I'm saying? Oh, not me. I know God. You better know God as close as you can know God. Huh? You better know all about God that you can know about God because this rascal is going to come so close that he's going to deceive the whole world. Y'all hear that? You don't think you following God and running around here hollering by. I'm blessed and highly favored. By who? It's a trap. It's a bait. And you're going to eat it. If you ain't careful. Come on somebody. Nobody makes. Uh, nobody bait a trap. With something that somebody don't like. 
do it. Even a rat be looking for cheese. Come on now. Fish always looking for him a good worm. But when he go for the when he go for the bait, he trapped. He hooked. He caught. Don't let the world trap you with his goods. Come on. It's gonna be you, you, you may be looking at it in one direction, but guess what? It's gonna be widespread, it's gonna be natural and spiritual. The devil gonna know how to mix them all together and make it look like it come from God. And you gonna be running after false hopes. Cause you didn't eat the word of God right when it came your way. You throwed away what you didn't want to eat. And what you threw away was for what you needed to eat. When the word of God comes and calls repentance to come to your conscience, it was for you to repent. Come on now. Not to get mad, but to repent. Not to talk about who's all in your business. You ain't got no business. God all up in your soup. And when God get all up in your soup, you go tell him he's all in your business. And he's going to show you what kind of business you got. Can't nobody show you like he can. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Where, 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 where were we at? Where were we at, Rob? Ten, let's read ten then, Rob. And with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that what? In them that perish. Come on now. Them that don't want to serve God. Them that don't think that they got to serve God. Them that walked out on God and trying to get you to walk out too. Oh, Lord have mercy. Isn't that a mess? Read the book. What was it that they didn't receive? They didn't receive the love of the truth. The butt naked truth. No, it don't take all that, Pastor. That wasn't for this day. I don't know if it wasn't for this day, I don't know what day it was for. Because you may not get another day. Then what day was it for? That they may be saved. For this cause, look at God now, when you don't want the butt naked truth. For this cause, God shall send them a strong delusion that they should believe a lie. Wow. How many folks out there believe in lies now? And you can't tell them no different. Huh? And ain't no point you bumping your head up against the wall because they won't receive it. 
Huh? Knock the dust off your feet and move on. Amen. Come on now. Sometimes, Pastor, we allow our heart to get in the way of the kingdom working. You got to know how to separate the difference in your feelings and God's work. Amen. You get too caught up in your feeling and God works goes incomplete because of how you feel. It ain't about your feeling. It's about what God said. Come on now. Then he said that they all may be damned who believe not the truth but have pleasure in unrighteousness. Agree with them if you want them. Don't get the same judgment that they're going to get. Don't get the same damnation that God got played. You know what? When God done damn somebody and you keep getting in the way, talking about you going to save them, don't you fool around and get damned getting in God's way. Did y'all hear that one? Because God would say, since God said, let me paraphrase, since you won't get out of my way, you go with him. See, we got this thing that we have respect for person, but God has no respect for person. You either line up with him or you don't. If God has respect for the Gentile nation, then he got to go back and apologize to everything he did to the nation of Israel. And he ain't going to do it. And I called them to be my people. And I'm going to go back. I'm going to have respect for the heathen nations. Oh, no. Uh-uh. It ain't going to go down like that. You're going to either have to line up with what God said, or guess what? Or we're going to get tossed. We're going to get tossed. Come on now. Let deception take you out if you want. Second Timothy here speaks of the falling away. The great and final apostate and rejection of Christian faith. Man. Pastor, it's happening now. Folks are walking away from the faith. Folks, are, actually when you look at it, if you want to uh, bring it down to the low grave, folks is turning now back on God. You think they rejecting you. They rejecting God. They telling you about what you used to do so you can stop talking to them. So you get upset. But they accomplished what they wanted. They stopped you from talking to them. You ain't got to go through all 